The Holy Gospel is written in the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke, beginning at the first verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Since many have undertaken to set down an orderly account of the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed on to us by those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. I too decided after investigating everything carefully from the very first to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the truth concerning the things about which you have been instructed. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Our lectionary says that today our theme should be Luke the physician. Because Luke was, of course, a doctor, sometimes described as a beloved physician. By training, he was a doctor, and he has become the patron, patron saint of the medical profession a very remarkable man. He may have given up general practice when he started traveling with Paul on all of his adventurous journeys. And what a great privilege that must have been to be able to see and hear Paul on all his journeys, perhaps help him when he wasn't feeling well, and above all, showing a great sense of friendship and encouragement. As we heard in our first reading, when Paul's life was coming to an end, Luke was there as a faithful companion and friend. So Luke was a doctor, but also he was a remarkable wordsmith and writer. It's interesting how many doctors and physicians actually became very good writers? I came upon this little quotation, which I thought was quite interesting. It said, Luke was a physician, and as a result, a clinical observer of life, who often communicated through stories. He painted life with words, as a painter covers a canvas with paints. Incidentally, some people think that Luke was an artist as well as a great wordsmith. He pioneered a great tradition. Some of our most brilliant novelists, writers, and poets have been physicians. For example, Lloyd Douglas, author of The Robe and The Big Fisherman, Somerset Maugham, A.J. Cronin, John Keats, Robert Browning, Anton Chekhov, and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Luke is especially equipped to record some aspects in the life of our Lord that none of the other Gospels were able to write. Because of his personality and his training, he records and emphasizes details of the life of Jesus that 
are fascinating and inspiring. Matthew, of course, was very uh, interested in the Old Testament prophecy and how it was being worked out in the life of Jesus. Mark focuses very much on what Jesus did during his brief ministry here on earth. And John was interested in what Jesus was, went to great depth to find out. Phrases such as, I am the good shepherd, I am the light of the world, appear in John's gospel. But for Luke, the focus is very much on his teaching. And the teaching was very, very thought-provoking. One writer has said, his gospel comforts the disturbed, but disturbs the comfortable. And when you see the way in which he tackled his project of writing, he consulted eyewitnesses who had seen Jesus. He got together fragments of information and insights and he wanted to be able to share this. Maybe he started all this writing by keeping a diary on his travels with Paul. We don't know. But he certainly developed into a very accomplished writer who could write clearly and plainly so that the readers would understand what he was on about. And how grateful we are to any author today who has that gift of being able to take the Christian message and explain it in a way that's understandable. It can make all the difference in the world. In our Gospel reading, we heard these words, and it just shows how Luke set about communicating the good news that he'd heard. He really had two volumes. Volume one was the Gospel according to St. Luke, and volume two, was the Acts of the Apostles. And so he wrote a huge chunk of the New Testament. But notice the way he introduces his Gospel of Luke. I have decided, after investigating everything carefully from the very first, to write an orderly account to you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the truth concerning the things about which you have been instructed. So there's a very clear goal for his writing. And then, in the next 24 chapters, he carefully fulfills his stated objective. The person he's writing to was probably a convert under instruction for baptism, and he was given a most wonderful comprehensive, colourful, and attractive account of the life of Jesus. I, it personally is my favourite gospel. Luke offers us a Jesus who is utterly and believably real. This man turned no one away, reserved his harsh words for hypocrites and religious grandees. He cared for the marginalised, the poor, the persecuted, the handicapped, and the sinful. His gospel is full of people we can recognize, indeed, in whom we can often recognize ourselves. I was interested to read a little article by David Winter, the writer and broadcaster. 
And this is what he wrote. Jesus was a masterly storyteller. Once, stuck for a topic when I was faced with a multi-faith group of chaplains from young offenders institutions who were expecting an hour's reflection, I simply read from Luke's Gospel the story of the prodigal son. In the silence that followed, the first to speak was a Muslim chaplain. I've never heard that story before, he said, but it is wonderful. If we move towards God, he comes running to meet us. Others began to contribute. They spoke of the older brother, so cynical about his siblings' alleged reformation. They spoke about the prodigal himself, so hesitant about throwing himself on his father's mercy after the folly of his earlier behavior. And of course, they asked questions about the father, abandoning his dignity of his role in the family and actually running to welcome his son's return. David Winter writes in the article, he was astonished at that reaction to just one story from Luke's gospel. And there are so many others. Luke was a tremendous communicator. The parable of the Good Samaritan and several others appear in his gospel. And all are told with wonderful attention to detail and their little asides of humor or insights into human behavior. And he uses literary devices such as the son of mine, this son of yours, this brother of yours in the story of the prodigal. There are more women in Luke's gospel than in any of the others, but also more poor people, more lepers, more sinners and tax collectors, more outsiders who are shown to be inside the love of Christ. For many of us, it is a great gospel of compassion. Here is the Jesus for the whole world and for each individual in it. So let's today give thanks anew for Luke, the physician, for Luke, the wordsmith and communicator, and above all, for Luke's message that points us to the living Lord Jesus Christ, his power for living, his sense of hope, and the assurance that if we trust in this Jesus, about whom Luke wrote so wisely, we can know what it means to have a heavenly Father who loves us, understands us, can forgive us and accept us. No wonder it's called a gospel, which means good news. And how grateful we are to Luke, who was able to convey that message of good news to bring light in this dark world. Amen. <laughs>